Today's daf is daf nun beis. We are holding uh, three lines from the bottom of nun aleph amid beis. We're going to be learning about a, uh, a sugya that has halachic ramifications, practical halachic ramifications. We know that uh, the violation of consuming something that is prohibited generally has to be a kazayas. If it is a kazayas, so then, then it is subject to lashes. Now, eating less than a kazais might be prohibited. If chatzishir is osim in a Torah, or it is not osim in a Torah, it's only midrabonon. That's a machlokus in Sachzium and other places. However, the shir for malchus has to be a kazais. But there is an exception, which is known as birio. So there's a lacha Moshe that says that even if something is less than a kazais, but it is a complete being. It's a birya. It's a complete being in its intact uh, form. Well, that's what we're going to see discussed today. So, therefore, that is enough chashivas that even if it's not a kazayas, less than a kazayas, you could still get lashes. The question that Rava is going to ask is as follows. Is that what gives the chashivas of the birya? Does it have to be completely intact? For example, an, an ant. An ant might be less than a kazais, but if you eat a ant, if you eat an ant, your chayav it could be up to seven sets of lashes. The Gordon Marcus tells us for eating one bug, one eating one ant. But is it if it's completely intact? Let's say the ant has uh, lost one of its legs. Now it continues to live; it's still a live birya, but it has it's not a complete it's not complete because one of the legs are missing. So are you chayav? Malchus in such a situation means what gives the chashivas of birya is the fact that it is intact or the fact that it is alive and that it's able to continue to be alive. Losing a leg will not uh, uh, will not kill the, the the bug. The bug will still be alive, but on the other hand, it's not intact. So that's the shy of the, this din of birya. Is it in its intact form or is it the fact that it is? Alive. Now, this has halachic implications as well, but just, you know, there are people that are makbid, you know, we don't eat, uh, we, we don't eat, uh, not kosher meat, but we'll eat, uh, uh, vegetarian or we'll eat, uh, in, 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 in dairy restaurants, even veg- salads. But if those salads are not checked and those, uh, those salads, there's bugs on it, there could be even more, violations than eating a piece of chazer or eating a non-piece of meat because of, but again, so the shaila is if it's, it's intact or if it is because it is alive. So let's see. So boy rova, namala if you have an ant that has uh, one of its limbs missing. Ma, what's the din? Shiura gemirin law is the uh, the din of birya. The Allah much of birya in the shear that it has to be an intact birya. Fa'achaser. In this case, it's got a limb missing, so it's chaser, right? And therefore, you would not get lashes. Oh, birya gemirin or the fact that it is a living creature, right? And therefore, and it has the capacity to continue living. So, just lo- losing a non-essential limb doesn't take away from its status of being a birya, vaha'ika, and therefore there would be lashes because this is considered to be a birya. So, I'm a Rav Yehuda, me discard, Tashem, I come and listen. He wants to bring a raya from the, the, the following. We have a parsha in the Torah uh, called the Shmona Shrotzim. Shmona Shrotzim are that there are eight, 
uh, specific identified shrots and shrots are, 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 are creatures that crawl on the ground. There's the lizard, there's the snail, there's different creatures that are, 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 are listed there that obviously there is a prohibition in consuming them, right, and, and eating any sherets, but the carcasses of these Shmona Shratzim specifically transmit Tumah. So that the Tumah transmitted by the Shmona Shratzim. So therefore other types of Shratzim, they, their carcasses might not necessarily transmit Tumah. Also to eat, but not necessarily transmit Tumah. These Shmona Shratzim, the Torah, for whatever reason, identify specifically as the ones that transmit Tumah. Now, what the, uh, the, the Rav Yehuda Midiskarta wants to bring a raya from the following. The Brysa deals with what seems to be a contradiction in the terminology by the Shmona Shrotzim. What is it? What's the, what, what's the contradiction? So it says as follows. This is a, take a look at number one in the Torah Ara Shalem. It says, Elu hat, uh, The following, these Shmona Shrotzim are being listed in Vayikra are the ones that are Tame to you. Bechol Sheret among all the Shrotzim. Kola Nageya Bahem. The Mosam. Now the Lushan of Bahem, Kolanageya Bahem, so the Gemara understands Bahem means that you touch the Sheret in its entirety, that it's, when, and, and, and you, you touch a complete Sheret. When you touch the complete Sheret, Bahem, then you become, uh, tra- then it transmits Tumma. So the, but the problem is that there is, the Pazik also says, right, it doesn't bring this one down, the Pazik says, if you touch mayhem from them, now from them implies you don't have to touch an intact sheretz, even if you touch part, touch may, from part of a sheretz, which the horror means even a piece of the sheretz, it can transmit tumor to the person that is touching. So how do we, uh, how, how, how do we rectify or, or reconcile the two statements? So let's see inside. So Toshima Bahem, on one hand, you have the Pasuk says, Bahem, so you have to touch the Sheret in its complete form. Bechulan, Chulan means in its complete form. Talmud Lombar, we have the other Pasuk that says, Mayhem, right? Mayhem, it means that you only have to touch a partial Sheret to transmit, if it's one of the eight shrotsim, part of it even will transmit Tumah. So therefore, so I, Lechora, so if you have the word mayhem, so Yachal Niktosan, touching part of it, that should transmit Tumah, but you still have the word Baham. So how do you reconcile the two? So the way, we're going to see in a moment, the way the Brisa reconciles it, it means as follows is that we learn out all Shmona Shrotzim, we learn out one from the other. And what are we learning out one from the other? We're learning as follows, is that the smallest living birya, the smallest living creature out of the eight, means that the size where it can still survive, that becomes the shear of transmission of Tumah for, for all eight of them. So the, the the smallest one is called the chomate, where the chomate means a, a lizard or a or a snail. It's a discussion exactly what it means. But upon its uh, becoming, uh, whether uh, whether it's, it's born or laid, I'm not sure exactly. But when it comes into being, when it comes alive, 
the size that it it comes alive as the chomet is a, 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 a is is a shear of an adasha, the shear of a lentil. The size of a lentil, that's, a, that's the size of a living chomet. So therefore, a living chomet in its in, uh, entirety, at the shear where it's a birio, it becomes a living being, is the size of a lentil. And therefore, from there, we come, since we compare this to all eight of the shrotzim, if you have a lentil size from any one of the shmona shrotzim, that also will transmit tumor, from that, uh, from that size of that lentil, that shear of it. So we learned out that therefore that is the shear, that is the shear of transmission of tumor for all eight from them, even though by the, by the chomet it's the entire chomet, but by the other shorts in which are larger, you don't have to touch an intact sherets to transmit the tumor. You transmit the tumor even from the size of a lentil of that Sheretz, because that's what's learned out from the Chomet. That's the drasha that's learned. Now, how does that help us in terms of what we're asking? We'll circle back to that in a moment. Let's read it inside. So, therefore, says the more like this: the Shiru Chachamim. So, sorry. So, So, the idea to reconcile the two, the way to reconcile the Behem and the Mehem is until you touch a part of a sheret, shahukakulan, which is at least in one of the shrotsim, the entire size of the sherets. Right? The Shirukacham, the Chacham evaluated it, they evaluated that as being Kaadosha, the size of a lentil, Shakena Chomet, Chilabriosa Kabadosha. Because the Chomet, when it is uh, comes into being when it is created, it is the size of a lentil, and that's the size that it is living, that's the size of an Siberia, that then that's the size that transmits, uh, tumor by that, and applies in that size, which is the lentil, to the other ones, even though in that case, not, even if it's not intact, only touching part of the sherets, that will be the shear to transmit tumor. So now, what's the raya that Gemara wants to bring? So Gemara says, Now it's true that this chomet, whether it's laid, hatched, born, but whatever it is, at the size that it comes into being when it is the lentil, that's including its legs. Alright? Now, the chorah, if you would pull off one of the legs, or two of the legs, right, it still would be alive, and if it would still be alive, so then you don't need it to be the full size of a lentil. The shear of transmission of tumor from the minimum size of when something should be a birya, if birya doesn't mean intact, but birya means while it is able to be alive, then the chora, you should not need to have the size of a lentil, should be able to be the size of a lentil minus the limbs that the animal doesn't need in order to survive. Yet the shear is when it is a lentil, that's when it is intact with all its limbs. So we're bringing a raya that a din birya is not necessarily just the fact that it's alive, but it's alive perhaps, as well as the fact that it is the shear that it is intact. Now, I believe in Masechah's Makas, there is a Machlokas Rashi and, and the, uh, or the Rivan and Tosfos over there, whether or not, if it's intact, but it's not alive, is there a, a din of, of Birya or not on that, but not for now. But anyway, the one is like this. So, 
Shmami, no. From this din, we can, from this, uh, we can derive that Shiura Gemiri, that it is a din in being intact as opposed to the, 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 the predominant Svara is not necessarily that it is alive, but it is that it is intact, that it has all its limbs. Because if it does not require all its limbs, then why is the shear specifically when it comes into being with its limbs being the kadosha? It should be less than kadosha. Whatever sheer amount of non-significant limbs could be removed from that chomet when it comes into being. So therefore, shmamna shiura gemiri lo. So Amrab Shemaya, Shemaya is going to now give us a, a, a rebuttal that he cannot bring this Uriah because he says it is very possible that a chomet in order for it to become alive, has to be the size of a, an adosha. Means if it's less than the size of an adosha, so therefore it would say adosha my, minus its limbs, it would not be able to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to develop and become alive. Means the point is saying is that the chachamim meshayer, that in a, the, the smallest amount that an adosha to survive, I mean, for a chomet to survive, to become alive and, and survive for, uh, for the, for whatever, for that moment that it, that it becomes into being has to be at least an adosha. And therefore, you, the, the, the premise was, well, if it's born as an adosha, but it could, it doesn't have to be a full adosha. Let's say it would be less its limbs. No, but it would be less its limbs. It would be less an adosha. The chomet would not be able to come alive. And therefore, it is sheer is a, a adosha. And you cannot bring a raya from there that you see it has to be fully attacked because if it's not fully intact, then, uh, then it wouldn't have a din of a birya. It could be a birya does not have to be fully intact. But in order to be a birya in terms of the chomet, it has to be the size of adosha, which is when it comes into being fully intact, right? But later on, let's say you have a, um, a, a, a chomet that, that, that is already alive, and then uh, some time transpires, and some and, and, and a limb falls off at that point in time where it already was alive and it existed. Then and it might be able to continue to live that way. Maybe at that point it would be able to transmit tumor, even without one of its lim- limbs le- uh, 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 intact. Because it doesn't have to be, it's not a din of being intact, it's a din of being the sheer of an adosha, because that's the minimum size for it to have been able to come alive. That's the point that Rabbi Shammai is pointing out. So I'm Rabbi Shammai, Kiba in and Shiura, the reason over there we need the full sheer, the loy adosha, because if it wouldn't have been the full sheer of an adosha, lo metama, it would not be able to transmit to the lo neshama, because the neshama would not be able to be put into this chomet, if it be less than an adosha. But once an ashama has already gone into it and it's already surviving, so then loads of boyalak, the but there then maybe you don't need to have uh uh but if it's if 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 it's already had its neshama, maybe at that point it no longer needs to be uh, intact and to boyalak, that would still be a shayla, that is something that is still could be discussed. Uh, and we have not been able to bring a right. And this is a rebuttal, it's not necessarily definitive, and then we still are left unresolved as to is the din birya is because it's alive, or the din birya because all of its limbs are intact. Let's go back to it. 
Now, in our Mishnah, we said that transmission of Tumah for uh, either person becoming Tomei Mace, and it could be uh, through Ohel, through Maga, through Masa, or in a case of a Nazir that requires Taglachas, is Shidra Vahagul Golis. Now, Shidra is the spinal column, Gogolis is the skull. Iboyluhu, the Bnei Yeshiva raised the following Shiloh. Shidra Vigilgolis Tanan is a Shidra together with the skull. That's the way to read the, tish, the Mishnah. O Dilma, O Shidra Ogilgolis. Or the Vav. The Vav is not a Vav. A Mechaber, which means it has to be both together. Maybe it's or an intact Shidra or an intact skull on its own is able to be Metama Tumas Ohel and create a situation of Taglachas. Now, I believe, I think it's a Tosavus Yontav, one of the Mephorshim point out that he thinks that there is a, a mistake in the Girsa of our Mishnah, that the, the wording in the Mishnah is not correct. Because in our Mishnah, when it mentions the uh, Shidra of the Gilgolis, it says, Allah Shidra Va'alha Gilgolis. Now, it's clearly the way it's worded in our Mishnah that they're two separate things, because you don't have to write the second Al. Allah Shidra Va'alha Gilgolis, and you have no Charlotte's. Obviously separate, because if it means to, if it would not mean, why do you have to write the second Al? So he said the Girsa, the correct Girsa, at least the way the Gemara seems to imply, was that the Girsa of the Mishnah should be Allah Shidra Ve'hagulgolis. Not without the second word al, and therefore the shayla over there is does it mean together or does it mean independently, separately as well? So I'm a rubber, come and listen. Tashima, want to bring a raya from the following. So Tesefta in Ahalois, it says as follows: Shidra shegireid rov ilain. If you have a spine that the majority of the ilain, uh, I believe, are, 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 are the are the ribs. The ribs are the uh, that were, were broken, right? Or the, uh, I don't know if it means the vertebra, but the ribs, the vertebra broke. Ribs. 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 Sir, ribs. Yeah. So the ribs are broken, right? Broken off. So therefore, Shagirayd rov Eloyim Shabbat, Tahora. That spinal column does not have the capacity to transmit Tumas Ohel, right? Still might transmit uh, the Maga and Masa. They don't have to be a sign of a size of an Adosha. But it does not have the capacity to transmit Tumas Ohel. Uba Kever. However, if the, this column, the, the spinal column, is in the Kever, in the, it's still in the grave, and it's got the broken ribs with it, so there's some kind of, uh, in the grave, it unifies it. So therefore, even if they're broken, does not cre- it is not prevented from being a Tamatumas Oel. If someone steps over it, the person will become Tamatumas Oel. So therefore, like this, the Kever, Afilu Meshuberes, even if the ribs are broken off, Omufurakas, Mufurakas means they're not broken, but they have been pulled out. It means the whole, the whole rib has come out uh, completely without being broken off. Nevertheless, Tmeya, Mipnea Kever, because the Kever itself combines it and the Kever itself creates the Tumas Ohel that, uh, that uh, in such a situation. Now, what the, what the, what Rubber wants to bring Araya, you see, it says, the first part of it says that if the ribs are broken off, then it's Tameh, outside of the grave. If it's outside of the grave and the ribs are broken off, then the spinal column does not transmit Tumah. The implication is that if the ribs were not broken off, that if it's a spinal column that's intact and the ribs are attached, what would be the halach of that spinal column? It would transmit Tumas Ohel. 
even though there's no mention of the skull. So it seems to be clearly that the, that the spinal column on its own can be metama tumas ohel, and it does not need to have the skull together with it. That's the riot that Rav wants to bring. So time mishum degire. The reason why it's tohar is because the ribs are broken. Ha! But but we can infer that lo gire that if the ribs were not broken, tame that spinal column on its own would transmit tumor. So shmami nazi, you see that the correct interpretation of the chachamim shita that when they said shidra vegulgol. It means O Shidra, O Golgolus Katani. That's the way to learn the Mishnah. That it's either or the spine or the skull and not requiring them both together. So when it says what, not... What, what do we mean when it says in the grave as opposed to not in the grave? So if you have the spinal column on the ground with all the ribs attached, it's, it, it's till it's all held. But if it's in the grave and all the ribs are unattached, it's still too much all held. Correct. That's what it means. Yeah. Simona says that no, you have no raya. Because ha like Tani, that inference you're making, it doesn't say that. You're inferring that. You're saying it's, if it's outside of the grave and the ribs are broken, so therefore it's tohar. That you're saying that you're implying, but if the ribs, the ribs would be attached, then it would be tame even though there's no skull. You're, you're the one who's making that inference. It doesn't say that explicitly. You're inferring that. That's not, that's not what you have to put the emphasis on. That maybe is not the correct under way of understanding the Tosefta. Hakamash Malan. All the Tosefta is teaching me is the Chi Girei, that if the ribs are broken, so then Tahora, it'll be Tahor. Even if there's a skull attached to it, it won't make a difference. But if the ribs are broken, then the spinal column is considered not intact, and then it will not be metamatumus ohel. But what about if the ribs are attached? So if the ribs are attached, now the question is, well, do you need the skull or don't need the skull? To buy Allah, that still is unresolved. That you still don't have a raya for what, what would, uh, whether or not that is metamatumus ohel. And our shaila is not been clarified from this to Seth. The Tashimah one more to bring another raya. So it's like this. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, from the following. This is also a, uh, a, a Tosefta uh, in, in Ahalos, and it, and it says as follows. Um, I believe it's a, I don't know if it's a Mishnah, it might be a Mishnah, right? No, I think, it, I think it's a, in a Tosefta as well. So it says like this, Yehuda Eimer, Shishet Varim, that there are six cases that Rabbi Akiva Metame, that Rabbi Akiva held that this is Metame, and the Chacham Metame, and the Chacham say, no, it would not be a situation of transmission of Tumah. The Chazabar Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Akiva retracted his position. And the, continuing within this theme that Brom brings down, that the Tosef brings down, Maisah Shebiyu Kupa Malaya Atzamos. There was a situation over there that a Nazir, it's a case actually of a Nazir, that had stepped over this, this, this box and it was Malaya Atzamos, it was full of bones. And the, 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 and, and the Shaila was, did he become Tomei Tumas Oel? Tumas Oel can be one of three things. Either you share the same covering, you step over, or it's, uh, you step under it. But either way, so he had stepped over this, the, the, this pile of bones, and the Shaila is, are there, the, is the pile of bones sufficient to transmit to him Tumas Oel that would require him now to uh, shave and restart his Nazirus? So they brought this kupa, this box, to the shul shelter to receive him, to the coppersmiths. Back in the day, every uh, type of job 
the, the coppersmiths had their own shul, the blacksmiths had their own shul, the goldsmiths had their own shul, everyone had their davening with, within their, 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 uh, trade. Now they left it outside because they didn't want to bring it into the, into the, into the shul itself because in case it is tame, then it metame everything in the shul. So therefore they left it outside in the air, in the airspace. Venichnas todas arofa, and todas arofa came, he entered, Bechola Rofa, Imo, and all of the rest of the doctors that were with him, these were the specialists, that came into the courtyard, Va'amru, and they analyzed the bones, and they said, Ein Khan, there is, in this box, we do not have Shidra Vimeis Echad, there is no spine that comes, a complete spine that comes from one corpse, alright, and there was no skull that comes from one corpse. Now that exactly what, that was the machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and the Chachamim. Rabbi Akiva held that you don't have to have it coming from one corpse. If there's a complete spine, but it comes from two corpses, or you have a uh, uh, and or, which is Shiloh, and you have a, a complete skull that comes from uh, two corpses, that also is sufficient to create a Tumas Oel. The Chachamim said, no, it all has to come from one. And they, the Tosefta the, the, the brought this as a riot to support the Chachamim because you see that Todus and the other doctors said you do not have to worry about the Tumah because even if we could uh, figure out and join together the, the Spiderman column it would not be all from one corpse it was from multiple corpses and therefore Tumah is not transmitted supporting the position of the Chachamim over that of Rabbi Akiva. But what did they say over there? They said specifically there was not one spine from one corpse, implying is that if there would have been one spine alone from one corpse, there would have been Tumas Ohel. That's the Igmona's inference. Time of the lake is Shidra the Michado. It means, it seems, it seems to be that they said there was no Tumas Mace there, of Tumas, uh, Tumas Ohel, because there wasn't a spine that came from one corpse. Ha'ika, but implies that if it would have been O Shidra, if there would have been one spine that did come from the one corpse. Ogogolus, or one skull that could have been pieced together, that did come, Michada no, Michada, from one, uh, one corpse. Then Nazir Megalech that would have been sufficient to transmit the tumor to that Nazir who had stepped over this box. And he would become Tome and have to shave his head on it. So Shmami, no, that would be Mariah. That in our Mishnah, when it says Shidra Begogolus, it means O Shidra Ogogolus independently and not together. That's the way it's not, that's the way you have to learn our Mishnah. So what I said like this, again, you're making an inference that does not necessarily have to be made. But it could be all the Tosef they saying is like this. They're saying it's not necessary, meaning it's not, that it, it, it's not necessary. This, this person, not only was there not one spine and one uh, skull from the same person, but even the spine alone, there wasn't a complete spine from one person or a complete uh, uh, a skull from one person. Not only did we not have one spine and skull, which could be that's what we need, one spine and skull together from one corpse. That wasn't even there. They didn't even have that. Even one, skull, one spine alone, there wasn't a complete spine from one body or a complete skull from one. So not only did you not have a skull and spine from one body, 
body, but even a skull on its own or a spine on its own, they do not have from one body. That's how you can learn it, the leka. So therefore, you don't have a raya. We want to bring a raya that they just said, well, there wasn't a spine from one body. It means if there would have been a spine from one body, that would have been enough to matama. No. What they were saying is, not only don't you have a spine and skull from one body, but even a spine on its own you don't have, so for sure there is no. But what about a skull? Do you need a skull and spine together or not? That's the buyer. That's still unresolved. We don't have a way of, 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 of reconciling that Shiloh yet. Of, 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 of clarifying that Shiloh. Tashema, come and listen. Miminyona, let's take a look at the number of cases. What do we say? There were six cases that Rabbi Akiva argued with the Chachamim, and, he re- and then he, um, re- uh, he, he, he reconsidered his position to agree with the position of the Chachamim. So let's count the cases, and we can then reconcile, then we can re- uh, clarify the Shiloh. Let's take a look. Mahain Shisha Devarim. What are the six cases where Rabbi Akiva argued with the Chachamim? Right, Rabbi Akiva, Metam Chachamim Metarim. Number one. Al Avram in Ames, Shabamishne Mesim. The case of Avram in Ames, a limb from a dead body, that the Machlok, as Akiva held, that if you have the complete limb, but it's only combined from two Mesim. So you have a complete limb, part of it comes from one body, part of it comes from the other body. Rabbi Akiva says, that's Matama Tumas Ohel. The Chachamim say, no, for a complete limb, Avram in Ames, to be Matama, what does it have to be? But Tumas Ohel, it has to come from one body, it cannot come from two. That's case number one. Case number two is that it's a limb that we learned yesterday, that a, a, a complete limb that comes from a Avermin Achai that is also considered to be Matama Tumas Ohel, it transmits Tumor. And again, the same Achlok, because Rabbi Akiva says, even if the, the way it's complete is from two bodies, it's Matama Tumas Ohel. According to Rachamim, no. It's only Matama if it comes from one. That's case number two. Case number three, Chatsi Kav Atzamos. Now, talking about a chati kav of tzomos, a half a kav of bones, because we're talking about what is able to cause a nausea to go into taglachas. To transmit tumor, you only need a quarter kav of bone. But the halach majestina, you need a chati kav for nausea. So the, that which causes the nausea to lose his, uh, his nazirus is a chati kav tzomos. But again, if it's bamishnei, shubamishnei meisim, the Rabbi Akiva holds it's metamer, and the, Rabbi, and the Chachamim holds it's metamer, because it's in two bodies, not from one. That's case number three. Revia's dam, a quarter look of blood. Again, Habamishnaim, the Kiva holds, even if a quarter look of blood is joined from two bodies, it creates a tumus, uh, it could be a tumus maze, tumus oho, and, 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 and according to the, uh, what's his name? According to, uh, the Chachamim, it's only from one body. That's case number five. Al etzem kisaora, that you have a bone that is the size of a saora. Now, etzem kisaora is matama, not the ohel. It's matama, the maga, the masa. It's the size of a barley seed. Saora is the size of a barley seed. But what happened over there, shenechlak lishnayim, it had become split. It wasn't intact. You had the whole bone there, but it was made, it was cut in half. It had been broken into two. Does that have the capacity to transmit tumor? Now, in this case of maga and masa, not oil, which is going to be important for later on. That would be case number six. Number seven is the hashidra, the hagulgolis. Now, more like a the Now, if you learn that shidra and gugolis, that skull and spine, that come from one person, does that come from two? But you need to have both the skull and the spine, then it comes out to be case number six. But if you learn 
that skull is on its own independently transmits transmits tumus ohel, and the spine on its own independently transmits tumus ohel, then you have seven cases. And how many cases we say there were? We said there were six. So what do you see from here? That clearly when the Chachamim said in our Mishnah that a skull and a spine transmits Tumas Oel and it's enough to cause the Nozir to have to shave his Nazirus and then start his counting again, it must be together because otherwise you have seven cases. Again, top of Nun Beis and Beis. So he's out there, Oh, Shidra, Ogilgolas, if it's two separate cases, so then Hani, Shiva, Haven, then you have seven and not six. So must be... To be patient, the Shiloh, it must be, uh, Shidra Vigilgolis means together and not independent. That is patient, the Shiloh. Now, the one going to do is going to give four different answers why this is not necessarily a solid proof. Yeah, that's the simon. Each one of these words represent one of the answers. Yachid Shahu Gilach Ve'echad. Okay? Now, so now, first answer. Kikatani, that when it says that there are six cases that Rabbi Akiva disagrees with the Chachamim, it's specifically when he's arguing with the Rabbim, he's arguing with the Chachamim. But like, we're going to see one of the cases, he doesn't argue with the Chachamim, but he argues with another Yachid. He argues with an individual. And therefore, that's not counted as one of the six. So it could be skull and spine are two cases. Either seven cases. Yeah, but the initial statement was there's six cases where he argues with the Chachamim. One of those cases are not included in the six, even though it's listed, but it's not counted when it said six, because it's not six cases that he argues with the Chachamim, and therefore that's not counted one of six, and therefore skull and spine are independent. What the Kiktani, when it taught in this chapter, Kolhech the Pligale Rabin, where he argues with the Chachamim, with the majority opinion, La Fuke Etzem which is not including the case of Etzem Vesaora. Etzem Vesaora, where you have a bone the size of a barley seed that's split into two, there the argument is the Yachid who the Pligale. It's not the Chachamim, it's another individual in, uh, argument, it's an individual arguing with him. That's the first word in the Simon Yachid. Right? Asanya, we learned in Abraisa. Add some kisayra when you have a bone that's the size of a lentil. See shenech lagos that have been divided, split into two. Rabbi Akiva says it doesn't matter. It's still matame if they hold them together. It's matame even if there's a split down the middle. And Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, not the Chachamim. And Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri matar he said tahor. So answer number one is there are six cases that the Chachamim argue skull and spine are independent. I you list there seven because one of them is not counting the six. That's the case of the barley seed that's been split into two. Answer number one. Answer number two. Ibai's Ema, Kikatani, that when it, uh, now, there's going to be a machlokas here, I think Tosus and the Mephorish, how to understand this. But what I was going to say is that the case of the first two cases was Avram in Achai and Avram in Ammes. And what the one is going to say is that's not counted as two cases. Now, why is it not counted as two cases? So before he says, we leave out Abram and Achai. That really shouldn't be in the list. So you're just pulling one out of the list. You pull one out of the list, you're back to six. You're not seven, even if you view them as independent. Tosus doesn't like that, Tarek. Tosus says the Pshadi is not that you view, but it's really one case. You don't count it as two. Because whether it's an Abram and Achai, or whether it's an Abram and a Mace, it's very similar. They're both talking about an Abram that's got a status of a dead body. Can it come from two different limb bodies to be one full limb or one? So therefore, the way to do it is you don't count Abram and Achai and Abram and Ace as, as two cases, you're only counted as one. Well, if you only counted as one, so then, then even if you split up skull and spine, separate and independent, you still got your list of six. You don't have a list of seven. So that's how Tosu explains. The Kikdani Evmin Ames, 
when you when the, when it's being taught that there are six, you're only counting Eber Menames, Eber Menachai, Lokatani. It's not being taught as a separate case that's together with Eber Menachai. That's number three. That's not, that's answer number number two. Now, how it actually fits into the simon of Shahu? The word Shahu reflects that. <coughs> Uh, it, it's a little hard to understand it. I, I think maybe it's saying is that Eber Menachai, Shahu, that it's the same as the status of Eber Menames. They have the same, they count as the same case. Maybe that's how you read it. I'm not sure. Vibai's Ema, number three. Right? Like, wait, like, what's, what's answer number three? That when it says there's six cases, there's six cases of Tumas Mace. When you have a Tumas Mace of Ohel. That when you, the Nazir would walk into the tent or step over, step under, that would create him to start his Naziris. But specifically, Tumas Ohel. One of those cases, although it can cause the Nazir to start his Naziris again, but it's not a case of Ohel. The case of the bone, when he is only, the bone that's the size of a, of, of a barley seed, can only make the Nazir tame through carrying or through touching. He doesn't create a din of Ohel. So therefore, there's seven cases, six of them are Ohel cases. And if you learn that, then it could be the skull, and then you have to say the skull and spine are actually two cases, they're not considered one case. So therefore, Mekalech al-Ahiloi, with the case of Ohel, with Rafuke Etzim Esorah, Below, it doesn't create a problem of oil. It can create a tumba masmaga masa, but it does not create a case of oil. Therefore, that's answer number three, and that's the case of gilach. It causes the giluah through oil. And the last one, you could give an answer. Ibais ema kigatani kol hecha dehadar bay. That were there six cases that Rabbi Akiva retracted his position to hold like the chachamim. We're saying is even though there's seven cases, in only six of them did Rabbi Akiva retract. One of them, he stay, remained steadfast on his position. So that's another way. It could be that, 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 that what we're saying is that, that we, we wanted to bring a riot. There's six cases. There must be skull and spine or one case. The answer is no, it's two cases. Either seven cases. No, but six of these seven, Rabbi Akiva retracted. There's one case that he didn't retract. Which is the case that he didn't retract? So he says like this, Kikatani, so the, 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 the list of six is only Kolhecha de Hadar Bey. The cases that he retracted, that's what the number is associated with. The case of Raviyah's Dham, does Raviyah's Dham have to come from one body, or according to Rabbi Kiva, could even come from two? That case, Rabbi Kiva did not retract to hold like the Chachamim. So, Eloi Hadar Bey, he did not retract. How do we know that the Amalei Rebbe Labar Kapara? Because we know that Rebbe, when he reviewed this Tesefta with Bar Kapara, he said, Lo Sishna Raviyah's Dham Bechazara. Don't learn that one of the cases that Rabbi Akiva retracted was the case of Rabbi Yazdam. Because Rabbi Akiva would continue teaching this teaching that Rabbi Yazdam can come from two bodies. The fact that he continued teaching it, Lemoda was still in his hand, means that clearly that was not one of the cases that retracted. But Odin, furthermore, in fact, the Psukim that we're going to see, we had the Drasha before, the Pasuk supports Rabbi Akiva, that by the Revias Dhamma it does not have to come from one body, the Revias can be coming from multiple bodies as well to create the Tumas Ohel. How do we know? Because our Mikra Misayeo. How do we see the Mikra Misayeo? Because the Pasuk says, by, by, it says, by Al Kol Navshos Mace. We had it before. It doesn't say nefesh mace. It says alcohol nafshos. That if blood comes, the revias comes from the nafshos mace. Nafshos mashma from multiple bodies. 
So we see Rebiyas is from multiple bodies, not just from one body. Nafshah's mace, lo yavah. He's not coming to contact with Nafshah's mace, so you see it's in the plural, so it tells you the Rebiyas could come from more than one body. It doesn't have to be. Therefore, number one, Rebbe Kiva kept teaching it, and number two, the Pasuk supports him, so don't say he retracted like the Chachamim. Rav Shimon, who was a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, he said, Rav Shimon, Ad Yomav Hayamatame. He says that uh, uh, all his days, Rabbi Akiva clearly was Matama, a Revias from two different bodies. Now he said it in a flippant way, which I'm going to say at the end, and maybe it's somewhat of disrespectful. He said, listen, I can just tell you, until he died, that was his position. After he died, whether he changed his position or not, that I can't tell you. But it's like a way of saying it, there's no way he retracted. So he says like this, he says, All his days, he was Matam. If when he died, did he retract? So that, that ain't he there, that I can't, I can't tell you what happened after he died. Now the Mura says that he felt bad after he did it and he would fast. He fasted because maybe he disparaged associating the Rabbi Rabbi Akiva's Shita in, in such a flippant manner. So therefore Tana Hushkurushina of his teeth were blackened, of Shimon's teeth were blackened, of Shimon Yachai, that is they were blackened Mipnei Tani Yosav because of the fasting that he undertook as a, a kapora for having spoken in somewhat disrespectful on the great Rabbi Akiva. Let's go back to him. Now Again, the Gemara is still has not brought a proof as to whether when the Chachamim in our Mishnah said that a spine and a skull create Tumas Ohel, right? Uh, and, 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 and the, the Nazir will have to shave his head if he goes into such an Ohel. Does it mean ska, ska, spine and skull? Or does it mean spine or skull? Right? That we haven't said. Toshima, come and listen. The sign you live in a bright so Beishamai Omrim Beishamai say Rova Atzamos Minha Atzamim is that in order to create the the Alocha Moshe Misina that you have to have a Rova Kav of bones if you have fragmented bones so you, if you have they weigh at least a Rova Kav that that Rova Kav has the capacity to create a Tumas Ohel has to be minat somim. It can't be from one bone. So if you have a large bone that weighs uh, a rova kav, that will not be metamet tumas oel unless it's from multiple bones. Omishnaim omishlosha. It can either be two or three bones. And we'll see why that number specifically, but uh, oh, if it's two, then it's three, if it's, if it's, then for sure three. But nevertheless, or two or three is enough to create tumas oel. Now, Beisil Omrim, they seem to take a much more uh, lenient opinion. They hold Rova, that this din of half a cub, that has to weigh a half a cub of bone fragments, is Minagvia, when it comes from a corpse or from a, from a skeleton, Mirova Binyan or Mirova Minyan. It's only if contained within these fragments of the Rova cub. Contained, they come from either from the Rova Binyan, which means they came from the majority of the height of the skeleton. We're going to see that means the fragments had to come from not any bones, not any specific bones. Mm-hmm. The spinal column. Well, it could be the spine. The one's going to say that even the uh, the, 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 the thigh, the, the calf, and the thigh bones is already the the, the, the ha- is the majority of the height. But they have to come specifically from the majority not of the height, the not from areas where you don't have the majority, or else, if it's not coming from the height of the, from the majority of the skeletal height, 
Mirova minion. It's coming from enough bones that would be from 125 bones because it's 248 bones. So 125, the, the fragments are coming separated from 125. So, so they, they shama, they still seem to say this evening that any two or three bones that you have the fragments weigh a rova kav, that's enough to create Tumas Ohel that transmits the Tumah of Ohel. According to the Beisila, much more lenient, they say not any two or three bones. The bones that it has to come from have to either fall into one or cate- two categories. Either Rove Binyan, the majority of bones, meaning from the height of the skeletal stru- uh, structure, or even if, if it's not from the height of it, it has to be from the majority of the bones that have come collectively from 125 bones to weigh uh, a Rove kav. Now, um, now that seems to be quite an extreme achlokus because there's a, there's a great disparity between the first Gashit of Beishamai any two or three bones where according to Beishelah specifically either Rav Minyan or Rav Binyan, right? Comes along of Yeshua and he wants to narrow the gap. He says, I can actually, not make them mamish the same, because then there's machlokas, but I can make them very, very similar. That there's not such a great disparity between the position of Beishamai and Beisilo. Why? I'm going to explain like this. When Beishamai said that it can't be one bone, it has to be two or three, he specifically said two or three. Because they were referring to two or three means either it's from two calf bones and one thigh bone, or it's from two thigh bones and one calf bone. And Tosvitz explains is that the calf bone is half the size of the thigh bone. So if it's two calf bones and one thigh bone, that's like two. Two thigh bones and one calf bone, that's like three. So when they say two or three, they didn't mean any two or three bones. They meant the two or three bones that represent the height of the body. So when it comes out, there really is not much of a machlok, there is a machlok, but it's not as extreme as we thought before. Beis Shammai agreed to Beis Hillel that it's not any bones that creates rova akav. The rova akav that has to be, has to be from rova binyan, from the height of the skeletal structure, that's where the weight of a, if you have that chatsi kav, then you, or, or the quarter, by, uh, uh, you have a quarter kav for tra- transmitting tumor, chati kav, for the nausea, so that's where it has to come from, from rov binyan and, and, and all basilo are adding, we don't have to, it doesn't only have to be from rov binyan it could even be from rov minyan even from 125 of the bones, even if it does not represent the majority, the, the majority of the height of the skeletal structure, but it represents the majority of the bones the fragments are coming from. So beishamai omri mishnayim etlosha, it means either on the two calf bones and one thigh bone right that would be the case of two like that's like two or two thigh bones that's like a case of three since the Gersayo of the Bach, we have to read this. Because that represents the majority of the height of the skeletal structure of the person. Right. Basilola adding, when he talk about the bones that create the shear of Tumas oil mace, of, 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 of mace, of, from the corpse, from the bones, it's either Merov Binyan, it could either be the height, which, which Beisham I agreed to, Beisillo also agree with that, or Merov Minyan, but they're adding it, even if it's not from the majority of the height of the skeletal structure, but if it's from the majority of the amount of bones that consist of the skeletal structure, which is 125 out of 248, that is sufficient as well. Then, because if you just take the, the, the bones of the hands and feet, which don't constitute 
the majority of the height, but they do have over 125 bones in the joints of the hands and the feet. There's many, many bones in the hands and many, many bones in the feet that together you can have, you can have uh, fragments that represent at least 125 of the bones of the body. Now, till now, we have not brought any proof about what we're talking about. We're trying to figure out, does it mean uh, skeleton and skull? Or does it mean spine and skull together in our Mishnah? Or does it mean spine or skull? Let's read that to From the Machlokit Beishama Beishelo, we see nothing. However, from Shammai, Shammai Azaken, the original Shammai, his position, we're going to try to bring a proof. Shammai Omer, Shammai says that this idea that you can have Tumas Ohel from, from bone fragments, Afilu Etzem in Ashidra, could even be one bone Min shidra, as long as that bone comes from either the spine, ovin hagogoles, or from the skull. Now, the way the Rishonim understand this is like this. He holds that even if it's, if it's from the, from the skull or the spine, even one bone fragment is sufficient, one bone fragment is sufficient to create Tumas Ohel. Tumas Oel can be created from one bone from the spine or one bone from the, from the skull. Now, what the Gemara understands right now, and this is very important when you understand, when you, when you learn Machlokasin in Chazal, that generally we try and narrow the gap. We don't say that there's, if we can understand it, that there's not that great of an extreme, then that's the way you need to understand it. Don't understand it to the extremes if you don't have to. Which the Gemara understands right now, therefore like this. What is Shammai arguing with Hillel and, Sha- and with Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai? What is he arguing with him? He holds that when you talk about the spine and when you talk about the skull, right, you don't have to, in order to transmit to Ohel, I don't need a full spine, I don't need a full skull, even one bone from the spine or one bone from the skull is sufficient. A fragment of the spine and a fragment of the, is enough to create Tumas Ohel. Now, he's responding to what he understood the Chachamim Shita was, which means what is, must be the Chachamim Beisilo's Shita. They held, no, the spine has to be intact and the skull has to be intact. Now, in order for not to be such an extreme Machlokas, you would have to say that he understood that Beisilo hold, you need the whole spine or you need the whole skull. And what's his pushback? You don't need the whole spine or the whole skull. What do you need? Either one bone from the spine or one bone from the skull. But if that's going to be, we're going to narrow it that way, then clearly the position of the Chachamim must have been that you don't need to have spine and skull together. Because if you need spine and skull together, it becomes a much greater extreme achlokas. Chachamim need, hold, you need, not only does the spine have to be intact, not only the skull has to be intact, but it has to be spine and skull. And what does Beisham might come along? Not only do I disagree with you, I don't need spine and skull, I don't even need a whole spine or a whole skull. That comes much more of a uh, polarized machlokas. So the Gemara says, in order to follow normative understanding machlokas, we narrow the gap. It must be that it's not such an extreme position. It must be from the, ch- the chacham masol or spine or skull. And he holds, yeah, I agree with you, spine or skull, but only one bone from spine, one bone from skull. That's the Raya the Gemara wants to bring from the position of Shammai. Let's see it inside. So the Gemara says like this. So the Gemara says like this. So therefore, afilu etze min ashidra or min On that, the Gemara pushes back. Shammai is notorious for being the extreme position. 
He always takes extremes lechumra, and therefore your logic is saying, well, if he's taking such an extreme position, must be the chachamim can't be so extremely polarized. Shammai had no problem polarizing his position. You can't bring that as a raya that if Shammai means spine or skull, the Chacham must have meant spine or skull as well. So when it says like the Shani Shammai, the Machmir, that Shammai is always the Machmir, is always the extreme stringent position. The fact is he might hold one bone from the spine or one bone from the skull and the Chachamim themselves, like they say in Mishnah, might hold, you need spine and skull together intact. And you can't bring it as a raya. Whereas it's fine. Then let's bring the other the raya the other way. If you're telling me that it's clear that Shammai is an extreme position. So if he's the extreme position, and what did he say? He said explicitly, I'm an extreme position. And I, I said, he says the words in, in the interceptor. He said, oh, 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 Shidra, oh, Gilgolas. He said the word, oh. Now, even though the word, the, the word Vav can either be Mechaber connecting or sometimes can be Mechalik separating. The fact that Shammai said O oh, and the Chachamim in our Mishnah never said Shidra O Gilgolis. They said Shidra Vigilgolis. So Lechara, what does that teach you? Lechara, that teaches you actually there is that great disparity between the two of them. He holds it's one of each yeah, one of either, one of either the spine or the skull. You don't need to have them together. One sp- bone from the spine, spine is enough to tumus oil, or one bone from the skull. And the chacham, in the fact they never said, oh, they said, they hold the taki, you need a complete spine, a complete skull together. I, sometimes the word means, means or, but if a taka means or, then reflecting on the position of shama, they should have used the word or like he used the word or. Since they didn't do that, must be over here, it means and and not or. That's the more, the more thing. So Lim should say, so Let's then bring a raya. So let's let me know. Let's bring a raya uh, that uh, time of the Beishamai Hamachmir. That Shabbat are the Machmir and they specifically use the word or. The, uh, oh, Harabonan, but according to Rachamim, they never said the word oh, they said the word the, Adikashirvagogolis. That means the Chorah, they are specifically telling you the, as opposed to his or, because there is that extreme between them, and therefore that means you need both the whole spine and the whole. Then we have a riding Poshashal, and this thing pushes back and says like this. When you are the extreme stringent opinion, right? Now, if you would have just said a bone from the skull, a bone from the spine, we don't know what his position means. But he's being machmir. When you're being machmir, okay, so you want to tell me that I'm being machmir. If we would have just said spine and skull, then we could have made a mistake. If we would have said the, because we would have said, don't push him all the way to the extreme of spine or skull. We would have said it means one bone from the spine and from the skull. So he had to specifically say or. Because the mistake that you could have made would have created a, a complete mistake in halacha, according to him. You would have said it's only Tomei if it's together. It's not true. And therefore, he had to focus on the fact that he means or, he had to write the word O. In the Chachamim, there being the lenient opinion. Now, it's true. The lenient opinion, why they're being lenient? Because you have to have a whole spine and you have to have a whole skull. Now, we're saying like this. We want to say the fact that he said or and they said and must be it's together. No, maybe they also mean it's separate. They didn't bother going ahead and saying the word or like he, because they didn't have the same concern. They meant separate. They didn't mean together. That means the whole that means Lo, Ad Khan Lo Pligi Rabonalay the Shamai, it could be that the Khamu Argu Shamai, Ella Be Etsam Echod, Osimina Shidra, Ominago Golas. 
They're arguing about, he says it has to be one bone, they say it has to be the whole thing. But when it's intact, even one of them should be sufficient according to them. Meaning that they didn't feel the need to write the word O, even though it means O, because they're in the lenient opinion. The lenient opinion did not necessarily feel the need to, to say, oh, people are not going to understand it otherwise. If it's a lenient opinion, it's not, and it's not such an extreme, stringent opinion, you don't have to necessarily say people might make that mistake. But in Sham, in, in, in Shammai, where he's an extreme stringent opinion, there, without saying, clarifying that the Vav means or, people will go ahead and make that mistake. Okay, we'll stop over here.